This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. They're back. Hey. I like that laugh. Damn it. 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 Damn the ding makes it so funny because it's it is a crowd validating that. Thought about killing myself. I like. Do you? I okay. I love Family Feud. I watch mm-hmm. so much Family Feud. Maybe it's it's kind of like I have a kind of a comedy nerd numbness. But all I laugh at these days, the only thing that can make me laugh is Steve Harvey mugging. I think that's not an uncommon thing. Yeah. Like, I think that... Wait, the only thing that can make you laugh, period, in life anymore yeah. is Steve Harvey's <laughs> yes. face. And that. <laughs> and that, I, I can't believe it. Oh my it. gosh, it's a miracle. <laughs> but I watch so much Family Feud. I watch Celebrity Family Feud. I watch Vanilla Ass, you know, Normal Family sure. Family Feud. Right. And I Richard just... Karn Family Feud. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, won't, I will not watch Karn. He draws a line. He draws a line yeah. at Al Borland's family feud when he was briefly hosting it. I, li- oh. I, I like the game. I am there for the mugging yes, and the purple course. suits. Yes. And yeah, I love it when, uh, you know, the answer will be like, boobs. And then the family feud writers, when the card flips over, it'll be like, massive gazongas. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then if, if they didn't get it right, the whole family will have to say in unison, Massive gazongas. <laughs> I think I've seen meat melons for boobs. Oh, meat sure. melons. Meat, yeah. Oh my gosh. They're they're, they're trying. I want to see like so a profile uh, someday of the Family Feud writers' room as the happiest place on earth to work. And <laughs> show like I mean, anti Was that like a long, slow turn into kind of the way Family Feud is now, or did it used to be, or has it always been? little wink, a little yeah, something. I, I, that's a great question. That's I, Steve's contribution. No, I think that's Steve's effect. Totally. I think it's the Harvey effect, certainly. Yeah, I think I think the, you, you know, now the, the questions will point towards those answers. It'll be like, name a thing you shove in you. 
Yeah. And then <laughs> and then an old lady will say penis and the audience goes nuts. <laughs> and Steve and Steve looks Steve mad at the everyone. camera like, why would you say that? And I am on the floor. I am on the floor. It's it's really it's it's almost like a mythological narrative yeah. that that show is of of the you know, arguably the funniest man alive being sure. trapped. <laughs> on a sound stage with like the people mm-hmm. and what they think is funny, right. yeah. but then he is doing the best work of his life every week. Like every I'll watch a, I'll watch a hot buzzy comedy like The Curse, sure. and I'll be I'll, I'll appreciate it. Like yes, mm-hmm. yes, this uh, is good, good satire, but I won't laugh. No, it takes not for laughing. That's what that's what gets me. <laughs> yeah, are you watching Curse? Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, it's not for laughing. I'm nodding. It's really not for laughing. <laughs> I'm is doing, it? Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I also, I also like it too. I'm, I'm watching it, and I right think it. it is very good. And, and ugh, the, the satirical targeting is right on point. It's right on point. We deserve it. That's yes. what I say. <laughs> yeah. More. It. Oh, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a coffee shop like that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. We're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where I snap at Dexter from time to time. But, you know, I kind of look like Fonzie when I do it, right? When I go like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> then you he's, punch the jukebox that's next to you. you doing a West Side Story breaks. preference. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it never turns on. It just breaks. It, yeah. I, I keep hitting it. Uh, good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies and the music and the entertainment made for and made by Christians, but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun in the year 2024. And we're doing our first full official episode in the year 2024. Last week, we did a pilot presentation in which Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant had a had We a seeded chat. our time. Yeah, we, we seeded our time to those that... We gave a voice to the voiceless yeah. and I really get- <laughs> platformed the marginalized Michael W. Smith I, and Amy Grant. I know who Amy Grant is. We, there's a lot of Amy Grant on uh, in my house growing up, oh, yeah. but I don't know who Michael W. Smith is. Ugh, the central pain of Michael W. Smith's life. <laughs> Do you think he feels Every like Garfunkel? Day. Like, honestly? <laughs> At least we know Garfunkel's name. <laughs> Garfunkel is really lucky that his name is Garfunkel. It's, yeah. That he has a funny I'm memorable so Garfunkel. Name. Yeah, maybe if it's Michael W. Garfunkel. <laughs> that is probably it. Yeah. But imagine if Paul- witchy witchy watchy Michael W witchy watchy Ooh. he just give him a yeah kooky oh, yeah that no. would stand the test of time <laughs> yeah no it's more of a branding failure for him than <laughs> anything else is he like Amy Grant's collaborator is he like very much so yes they've, they've written a lot of songs he was a star together. in his own right mm-hmm. oh okay and he's extremely handsome uh-huh. and you can't believe how far that carried him <laughs> in the CCM <laughs> world and he was like yeah. He was, I don't think he's ever been her equal as far as like stardom. No. But he's very much like within the CCM world, okay. like the right. guy, or he was for like years and years and years. Amy Grant had breakout right. secular yes. consciousness sure. and <laughs> right. like, you know, there's literally 30 rock jokes where she's, you know, the specific punchline. Right. But, but MWS and really no one else from that world besides Pat Benatar right. <laughs> would like even deign to. But they're like, friends and they've done a lot of tours together okay. and they'll do songs together and they've just kind of like 
they do an annual Christmas tour together every oh, year cute. now. Okay. And so they've become associated. Even with, in like, 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially so. Packed. <laughs> little clubs, tiny little clubs, <laughs> intimate right. clubs. Yeah, it was only intimate venues. Yeah. <laughs> like Joanne. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> A new Christmas classic called Mess Off for Santa. Uh, <laughs> Santa can't see you if you're wearing a mask. You won't know who to bring the presents you won't know. to. Gracious. So so they did their pilot presentation for HeadGum last week. Oh, that good. was a lot of fun to listen mixed to. Mixed reviews. What yeah, are they, just, <laughs> they did get mixed reviews, yeah. actually. So, so just like a loosey-goose chat show? Or yeah. Are they recapping Battlestar Galactica? What are they <laughs> yeah, doing? Yeah, they're going through each episode of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do need to pivot to like recapping a TV show. Right. Yeah. Maybe they need track. to do movie heaven or something. We can suggest it to them. But when I listened to it, I thought they had a lot of fun doing it, and they don't have any regrets <laughs> about what they did. They they had a good time. And if you can't get on board the Smith Grant train, then it's leaving the station without you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, choo choo to you. Sorry to use such strong language about it. But but now we're back in our regular format with a guest with contemporary Christian music as our subject. We're doing singles ministry and we're talking about the band Fillmore. Not Gilmore, but Fillmore. Right. Uh, and we have a very special guest to help us talk about it. So you've heard him already. He's talking before he's introduced like the pro that he is. But friends and folks, he's a writer, a comedian. You may know him from his other graphic novel, Bubble, and his upcoming one, Youth Group. Give it the hell up for Jordan Morris. Thank you. It's been a while since I've been here, but I'm sure it will be worth the wait. (laughs) Which is a song we'll be talking about. Oh, hell yeah. Exactly. And that's why how many how many episodes of JGO? JJO? JJGO. JJGO. Oh yes. Uh, Jordan Jesse Go, the chat chat podcast I host with uh Jesse Thorne. We're that's in, right. like the six hundos these days. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So gosh. that's a lot. Caroline, I forgot to tell you this. And I forgot to tell everyone while we were doing it. Sorry about what whatever Dexter's doing <laughs> right now. He's celebrating. Taking care of Dexter. <laughs> Self-care is so important. It's so important. <laughs> this is how he shows respect. Because right. he's right, like, right. I'm comfortable enough to do this right. in well, front of you. Monkey see, monkey do. Hey. <laughs> That's not true. Let's all do a little maintenance. Let's all take a cue from Dexter. Um, the the holiday draft episode, that was our 300th episode of Second Service. So we are we are so? we are technically oh 600 episodes deep wow. into all together the good Christian fun. Cool. Project. Wow. Okay. Uh, which cool. is wild to think the about. The Christian Fun Project. And you, and you guys are just getting started. It's always in the works. Yeah. <laughs> We're just Not about to hit our stride. Perfected, <laughs> which is a lot of our Apple podcast reviews. Still in the R and D phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Still Back seeing what sticks. Still making sure yeah. like this is the right fit for co-hosts, right? Yeah. yeah like this is good. Get a new pet in here every week. New pet. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Swap out Dexter for a little beta fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emphasis on beta. Um, but <laughs> but here we are. Beta. Man, Jordan, when was the last time we had you on the show? It's been a, it's been a hot it was, second. It I was over the, Zoom. It was. I think we did a Zoom episode, oh, uh, maybe about MXPX, I believe. Yeah, yeah. we sure did. Uh, another w- Christian adjacent pop punk band. I was like, oh, we just had you on. It was legitimately three years ago. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> it was wow. May of 2021. We've so all gone through so many changes. Much time has passed. Yeah. If you're pregnant, I've got this beard. We're <laughs> totally different <laughs> I people. Know, it's same thing. Jordan's uh, gesturing at Caroline, not me. <laughs> yeah. Just for the listener at home. 
I'm gesturing at Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Maybe I'm bored. <laughs> and again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If I could be pregnant right now, I would. would. In solidarity with yes. Caroline. Thank, Thank you. you, Kevin. I could take that so child for you. So brave. 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 <laughs> Brave. But we haven't talked about a main feed. Caroline is pregnant. We talked about it in a second. So there's people that might be listening to this right now and hearing for the first time. Oh my God, time did I drop that, that you bomb? Were I didn't mean to. That's your bomb. No, that's to drop. wonderful. I don't. Bomb. Yeah, no, I will be dropping a bomb. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a few months. A human bomb. <laughs> Countdown. Yeah, do you feel Ba-boom. a little bit like Oppenheimer in the first 30 minutes of that movie? <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't seen it, but I, know, I, just I realized think that, that yeah, bomb wise, I understand that's mm-hmm. what it's about. <laughs> At hospital, it will be a little Hiroshima. If you know what I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gracious. It's a hospital birth? I've never asked you this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people do home births. Some people do home births. I was a home birth. birth. A, do a, a lot really. of home birthers. You were a home birth? I was a home birther. Sounds like. <laughs> Like a grassroots campaign against Obama. (laughs) Obama was born at home. (laughs) I was like, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I was a home birth. Famously, you know this about me. I came out not breathing. Oh, my gosh. I had an umbilical cord that was tied around my neck. Uh, and you I, were pulling it. I was like, (laughs) get me out of here. (laughs) Jeez. Already, I had a little, little twisted sense of sure. humor coming out. <laughs> a little prank on he mom. Likes the gag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was dead quiet. And then the midwife oh. said to my dad, "It's okay. Just talk to him and and rub his his chest." Like the idea was to like massage my lungs and get some oh some uh, air. So your in. dad did the massaging. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my yeah, gosh. and just started talking to me. Brought you back to life. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "What is he like?" There's a new season of Garfield going so soon. <laughs> you can't miss this. Can't well, miss no, it. this was 1989, so I don't even know if Garfield and Friends was on yet. What? <laughs> is that the first words you made? <laughs> Pretty soon, Zanya. Pretty chest. soon, Nickelodeon is going to start producing its own cartoons. You're going to miss If You Die Now. You'll miss Ren and Stimpy. You'll miss Doug. You'll miss Rugrats. <laughs> I'm so era. sorry. I need to fact check myself. Garfield premiered Garfield and Friends September 17th, 1988. Okay. So, wow. So just a full year. But the thing I do associate, like what we were talking about before, Simpsons came on two months after I was born. So I am, Simpsons and I are, are the same age. I'm the same age, yeah. always. And so when you forget how old you are, yeah. you <laughs> you're both as good as you've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, arguably, we're both getting better each uh-huh. consecutive. I don't know if y'all have heard any recent clips, but Julie Kavner's fighting for her life. The voices are tough. To They've do been doing it now. a while. Yeah, really? Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns is uh, struggling a little no bit. Way. Yeah, I do still kind of keep up with that. I do still just watch it every sure. week as as a matter of uh, habit, and I do still enjoy the show a lot. Oh, we got friends working on the show yeah. like Mangle and Brothy, but uh, um, but yeah, but but those those voice actors are getting older. I mean, if a woman for 35 years of her life talks like oh, this, yeah, yeah. and she's in her mid-70s, it will have Let's an effect. Wrecked. And has to yeah. do periodically like four versions of that, too. Yes. You know, have to have four different, you know, like oh, Patty yeah. and Selma. And, anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. Dang. Have you ever been to a table read for no, the show? You know, that's like this L.A. thing that um, I just, I haven't done yet. You get invited to that Simpsons table oh, read. Oh, really? I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm a super fan. And uh, yeah, it would be it would be fun to do, but I... I haven't done it. Put it out there. I went to one 10 years ago, and I think I had Nancy Cartwright sign a script or something. It was a long time ago. Uh, But they were all there, and it was wild to hear it in the room. And James L. Brooks. Oh, neat. Just at the table, just this legendary guy who probably didn't have anything better to do that day. (laughs) 
But there must be something nice to that. Anyway, we could talk about some. Yeah, I'm sure there's a nice little uh, spread of food. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how was the food? How was the food? The food, there were like little sandwiches. It wasn't like super uppity, but it was also, I think, during a weird time where I think Harry Shearer was like, we need more money because oh, they sure. haven't made enough money on The Simpsons. Oh. And uh, and so he wasn't there and someone was calling in and said for him. It was, so it was, oh, it was during weird. a transitory time, but then they like ironed things out. Huh. But all that to say, congratulations to Caroline. <laughs> congratulations to Caroline. Yeah. Who, knows, little... who knows what legendary animated show will premiere say, this what year? What will be debuting? Yeah, I can sort of <laughs> time the child's right. life by, you know, whenever I forget. I'm sure Dan Harmon's got something coming out this year. <laughs> oh, I hope it's Dan Harmon. <laughs> yeah, Rick and Morty's son. Is that what we're <laughs> aiming for? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> I just got this vision. I never thought about this before, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe like 10 years from now, Uncle Kevin takes little Elmo Ely to the movies. The the son's name is going to be Elmo. Is it? Yeah, Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of willing this into existence. I I think it would be Elmo Garfield Ely is a beautiful name. Elmo Garfield Gerbert Ely. (laughs) (laughs) Would you let me take your son in the movies just to have like a little hang? Of course. Yeah. Well, I've got to let him learn the ways of, you know... (laughs) How to sit in the theater, how to do right. it correctly, Here's how, how to you eat don't quietly, Here's how, how to you... silently fume at someone that isn't eating quietly. <laughs> <laughs> he can learn so many passive aggressive tactics and techniques. From how me. to talk about it afterward. You oh know, my god! Important. Yeah. Wait, hey. what movie were you going to take him to? Well, what's coming out in ten years? Deadpool five. I guess I'll take him to that. Yeah. Sure. Maybe the, the reboot of Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> or Oppenheimer's got a six pack or something. <laughs> right. It's the thing, right. They're like, we need kind of a Riverdale version of Oppenheimer. <laughs> kind of a sexy. Young. Young. <laughs> hot. Fuckable Oppenheimer. Hot Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer got hot. <laughs> wow. I mean, some would argue hot right now. The way oh, sure. He is. Yeah, yeah. But gracious, yes. Much to look forward to. In 2024. Yeah. Cole Sprouse is the father of the atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he could do it. He'll be dad era. He could do he anything. Could? He could absolutely do it. Oh, yeah. Dexter's growling a little bit right now. He's moaning. Yeah. Okay. Well, Joy, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It's great to be here. Uh, three years. What's happened in the last three years? Basically, the beard. Spiritually. Let's yeah. talk about the beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both of you grew beards in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, beards, years. the beard and, and my interest in family feud. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's grown as well. Yeah, hand in hand. Well, we're catching you on a kind of busy day today. Yes, you're doing this in the morning. What are you going to be doing later this afternoon? This oh evening? my gosh! So I am going to see a uh, past podcast topic, MXPX. No way! Live. Uh, got a got a lovely text from our. Uh, I, you guys know Bria Grant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bria Grant, great writer, uh, great podcaster, uh, great director. Um, also, former youth group kid, former ska punk kid. Send her our way. She she had an in to see MXPX at the Palladium, knew that it was part of my childhood, asked me if I wanted to go with a little crew, and uh, we're heading out there. It's going to be really fun. I'm Gosh. so curious what a Palladium show, because when you said it, I figured... Oh, this will be a show in Pomona or Orange County. Yeah. But it's in the heart of Hollywood. Yeah, itself, we're like the run the jewels place when yeah. they come to town. Where it's, I was yeah. there like last month seeing Jenny Lewis and, and oh, XPX yeah. will be gracing the same stage. Wow. Will it 
will the venue be too big? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> room to dance. Yes, you know, <laughs> dance. splay out. Uh, but no, I'm really excited. Uh, Less than Jake is opening for them. If you, wow. oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, Reliant K. I know there's a bunch of. I know they're kind of part of that tooth and nail mm-hmm. crew. Anyway, so yeah, it should be a. Wow. A nostalgic good time. Yeah, is, are all the original band members still there? A uh, great question. I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. He'll find out tonight. I'll find out tonight. I'll okay. Let you know. And if he's not, sure, I'll text you periodically. Yeah, let me know. Drum, last... I'm like, this drummer looks weird. <laughs> if you're in the audience oh, he and just you're got unsure, ugly. just ask. Oh, he just got Jordan. Ugly. <laughs> wow, what a bitch. <laughs> Usually drummers glow up over the right. If yes. they if they don't sadly pass away prematurely, they glow up. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, the, that's the thing about drummers. Oh, with age. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, you know, <laughs> what's the thing that uh that drummers send dazed and confused? My bandmates keep getting older and I die prematurely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That famous line. <laughs> I'll believe on Helm. He's he's still, he, or not, he's still, he died like 14 years ago. <laughs> but he outlived many of his bandmates from the band. And so there's exceptions to it. Why is that? Why did, why did drummers pass away? The drummers away? curse. Good question, yeah. Maybe just like uh, uh, heart heart issues. You are you get the blood pumping when you're doing those solos. Oh, and, you would think that would be like good for them, you know? The oh, cardio, yeah. the aerobic, exercise, yeah, I don't sure. know. But, yeah. but if it's coupled with an unhealthy life, otherwise yeah. off stage, mm-hmm. or like a lot of substances. A lot of drummers are addicted to drumsticks. Right. Well, like eating the, them. Chicken drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> like, and ice cream drumsticks. Right. Anything called a drumstick. <laughs> so, this drumsticks. is all I understand. So they'll just like shotgun. Right. All they understand is drumsticks. Nestle right. drumsticks. Anything called and a drumstick. And then they're done for, right. you know, once they discover the ice cream ones. Gosh, I love a drumstick. So good. Those it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Mm. Uh, Max Weinberg, I wonder if he'll outlive everyone in the E Street band. I think about that sometimes. Oh, right. Because he's pounding the skins at like 75 or whatever he is. Wow. Now. Right, you're a Springsteen guy, right? A little bit, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I enjoy and appreciate. So, your favorite drummer, Max Weinberg? Max Weinberg. Well, he's just the drummer I'm most <laughs> familiar with. Right. I don't know if that makes him my favorite. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's sure. almost like via repetition. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Who's Live Travis and well. Barker? Uh, Kourtney Kardashian's husband. Is he a drummer? He's uh, what was it? Blink. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. And drummer. In, uh, it started out in the Aquabats, if you remember. Oh, that. I remember that. no way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's lived. Lived. <laughs> I mean, we can all and think a, of drummers and a great, that lived. And a great, and uh, co-owns a great vegan restaurant here in town. I don't know if you guys have been to Crossroads. Really? That's right. Well, maybe you've unlocked why he's lived so long. Could be. Oh, yeah, right. Vegan drumsticks. Vegan drumsticks. <laughs> vegan you can eat drumsticks. as many of those as you want. Right, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually unhealthy for you to not eat as many <laughs> vegan drumsticks. Vegan drumsticks. If he stops eating them, he'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping him together. So MXP. So the crew tonight is it mostly like former youth kids? Like, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Youth group um, kids. Uh, yeah. So. Fun. Oh uh, yeah. It'll be cool. Yeah. So MXPX is one of those bands uh, where they their first couple albums pretty Christian and then kind of like dropped dropped the Jesus. Mm-hmm. You it's know, cleaner. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but also, you know, you could kind of tell that's what they were singing about. And now I think are full secular. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, and how do you know they're full secular? Are they saying bitch? Uh, the lyrics yeah. and things like that. God, I think I do think they have. Caroline a, just sweat a little bit even thinking about. It. <laughs> and they say, oh, "Are they saying the oh, b word?" Crap. <laughs> I do think there is some light swearing in there recently. Light okay. swearing. So okay. Maybe a shit or two. Ah, uh, uh, they would never have done on Tooth and Nail Records. Right. 
That's your analog for someone who's sworn lightly in their later careers, Taylor They're tailoring. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're in their bitch era. <laughs> that is kind of similar where like so, so many of her, so much of her audience is literal children, you know? Right. Yeah. Spelling is fun kids or whatever. Still are children. And then she's like, God damn. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Does Taylor how how much swearing does Taylor have in her music? Really light. Yeah, very okay. very light, and I only like maybe the last two or three albums. Okay, is it even like noticeable? Right. Like this most recent one, a lot of people were talking about that. Like every other song had like, damn or like Ooh, cum dumpster. Fucking <laughs> yeah, and cum yeah, dumpster. The c word was <laughs> the whole current chorus. Of yeah, the, the last track. <laughs> MXPX put out an album. In my cum dumpster era. <laughs> Taylor. Damn, that was one of the nine eras, eras on her T-shirt. <laughs> one of the pictures like, is just oh, a little dumpster. Well, I'm a 1989 fan. <laughs> right. And a lover me, fan. Some people like midnights. <laughs> Everyone has their era. Everyone has like. their era. MXPX put out an album last year. Yeah, and 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 wow. they and I think I think if I'm remembering our re-listen mm-hmm. correctly, it didn't hold up great. We think we listened to one of their early albums that was a little more religious, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, we did not like it. Um, but yeah, we, but, we listened to Teenage Politics. Teenage Politics. They're almost twenty-year-old album, right? Um, or excuse me, almost thirty-year-old album. Boy, <laughs> uh, Death, she's a coming yeah. <laughs> round, coming round the bend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I th- do think their their uh, more recent music is is really cool. I think they've uh, you know blossomed into fine young. Pop punk guys, good, good boys, good boys. Are they? Is the sound still pretty similar? Yeah, same, okay. same vibe. They have not okay. like abandoned the kind of skate punk song, and, okay. and yeah, and there's still a lot of songs about like, I'm just gonna get in the car and drive. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave this town. A lot of songs about leaving this one horse town and getting out and yes. just driving and seeing where I end up. This will give you a little. Uh, Taste of their flavor now, Caroline. The tracks are not today. This is what you told me. What I tell myself. Excuse my French. Oh, stay yeah. up all night. That's mm. actually their most streamed song from the from their newest album. Is stay up all night. All night. You know. Yeah, very similar yeah, to the old it. stuff. Yeah. But perhaps like slightly more melodic. Yeah, definitely. It's it's uh you know those hooks are there, the harmonies are there. So yeah, it's a little less kind of screaming and a, yeah. and a little more, a little more like music. Yeah, a little more music. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the best case scenario for you of like may, maybe with like a pop punk show like this right. or something you're re- revisiting from your from your nostalgic childhood, but even for going to a show like this in 2024 in your adult life, like what's the best case scenario for the kind of night that you have in terms of your connection with the other crowd members that are there? Crowd members, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, fellow crowd members. Are you here to enjoy the music as well? I pass out cards like people do when they bring their babies on plane. Like, hello, crowd member. Hello. I hope we have a lovely night of music Give them a little bag of Halloween candy. (laughs) I should try that. Sorry for my crying. I'm going to be crying. (laughs) Apologizing to you. Man, I should apologize in advance. Yeah. Viral on TikTok. Uh, Yeah, no. uh, Listen, I don't, listen. Do I get in the pit anymore? No. Can't handle it. My, I have mm. my feet are sore. You gotta be careful with those knees. Gotta be careful with the knees. As we grow, as we uh, age. I had to visit a podiatrist the other day. Oh damn! Yeah, Your tootsies. Of, are getting... My tootsies are <laughs> ragged. Yeah, I got ouchies <laughs> on my tootsies. 
Um, so yeah, no, no, but you know, I like, uh, you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a couple of drinks. Maybe we'll all sing along. I kind of like that moment where we realize, Hey, we're all singing along. We all mm-hmm. know this. Aww. Maybe it, maybe you put your arm around your friend and think about those, those days when, yeah. when everything seemed possible. When yeah. you just got in the car and drove. And, and your oh, yeah. foot worked on that pedal. <laughs> yeah. So easy. Exactly. I could step on the pedal without, <laughs> without my arches hurting. <laughs> when the little piggies wouldn't squeal at the very right. pressure of, of an <laughs> accelerator. I didn't have to go see Dr. Uh, Stein and get a cream for my fungus. Days I didn't know Dr. Stein. The rest of my life. I didn't even know who Dr. Stein was, man. <laughs> Oh, it's okay, Dexter. Yeah. Oh, he got worried for you and he wanted to comfort you. That's That's what he's doing right now. Yeah. It's okay, Dexter. I got a cream for it. Trying to dominate. He's so compassionate. Look (laughs) how compassionate he is. A cream. Do you guys how much live music do y'all see? I I when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I never go, but I went to like 12 concerts last year. Oh, okay. Which I guess for some would be not that much. A lot. But yeah, who did I see last year? I saw Jane Lewis, I saw the killers, I saw Boy Genius twice. Um, Kid Rock a few times. I saw Kid, Kid Rock. Yeah, but that was less for the music, more just like, because I've... Support. Yeah. Right. I, didn't, I I bought a bunch of tickets for shows I didn't go to of his. <laughs> right. Because I wanted to vote with my dollar. Right, exactly. And then you got a couple of cases of Bud, of Bud Light to smash. <laughs> and then, you, just, you go because you like smashing cases of Bud Light, and it's okay to do yeah, it. Yeah, and that's the only place now that it's kind of socially acceptable. Sure, yeah, exactly. Because uh, you can't do anything these if days. If you smash a so case true. of Bud Light in Wokafornia, then yeah, the snowflake. Send, they'll send you to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Grant and my, yeah. They'll because they're like, you, you like it there? And it's like, okay. <laughs> Look, the woke police doesn't have a fully thought out <laughs> yeah, sort of punishment out. We, have a, we have a meeting planned where we're going to work this plan. out. The it's point hard. is that it's loose. It's scheduling is hard. <laughs> the woke police are all busy. <laughs> Busy. Life gets, you know, crazy. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Like, uh, but yeah, maybe on average, like t- 10 a year on, on the heavy end, Gorgeous. I guess. Okay. I'm like a stadium show girl. You know, I'll go for a big pop yeah, star. Right. It's got to be a big, a big, big night deal. out. Big um, night out. I, that's, I don't think I've ever been to a stadium show. And I oh, was yeah? thinking that when you're, you know, this year, your your Taylors and your Beyonce's came to town. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I've never been to a, a, like something like that. And it's I've, I've always wanted to do it. Yeah, I recommend it. They usually start on time. Ooh, I love that. Huge. <laughs> There's a seat. We're so old. <laughs> no, I've always been this way. I remember, um, yeah. <laughs> I remember going to my first uh, uh, concert. Uh, not my first concert ever, but the first one where at the end I thought, well, that was a good length. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I am very old. <laughs> the runtime was just right. And it, it was, was like, nice. what, 90 minutes or something? Yeah. Beautiful length. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Plus, you you know, you get some uh, you get some fireworks. You get some yeah. showmanship, you know, which I appreciate. So I liked it. Um, you went to both Taylor and Beyonce? I did. Yes. Um, which one is better? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Make Jordan. the other fandom mad. They suck. Jordan, Caroline, stop. <laughs> we have to stop doing this, pitting women against each other. Oh, my God. Right. Like, I never thought about it that way. This is the sort of wisdom I'm going to impart to <laughs> little Elmo. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Elmo, stop pitting women against each other. Don't listen to your <laughs> mother. <laughs> Don't listen to her. <laughs> There's room at the table for everyone. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, very, very different, obviously, very uh-huh. amazing. Um, I thought 
uh, I don't know. Well, Taylor songs I know a lot more, and uh-huh. so that was exciting to sing along yeah. and just be like in the in the lore. I'm a lot more attuned to Beyonce's like show was just better. I'm sorry, sure, <laughs> it was just gorgeous. Yeah, and it had a better. You know, Taylor, I've talked about this before. She's very like literal with her visuals. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like singing about a cloud. She'll be on a cloud. You right. know, like. She's singing so about right. a pond. She will be in a she pond. Shake you know, it off like, and they're all drinking milkshakes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, so it's fun. It's oh, cool to look at. Yeah. And Beyonce is like a little uh, a little more artistic, sure, avant-garde, yes. yeah, yeah, a little yeah. more unusual, surprising, you know, okay. that kind of thing. So a I appreciate it a lot. Work there. There's a unifying vision yeah. at work too. Yes. And I guess with both those tours, you could go see them in movie theater. Did you like go back and watch the movies? I didn't because I was like, one, Seen I had to it. pay for it on top of my A-list membership, which I'm resentful of. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That that sucks. Sucks. So I might watch it on stream. We'll see. Okay. Beyonce's I, w- I would more so. I've said this before. But because she has like some backstage stuff, Taylor didn't do any backstage stuff. Really? Just the concert. By all accounts, Renaissance is a better movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Eras Tour, where it's just like a little point shoot, like, here it is again. Yeah, Beyonce, think- you get a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, which that's like, okay. I couldn't have seen that any okay. other way. You get to see the real human her in moments of vulnerability yeah. that maybe she doesn't want There's you to see. There's a whole see. scene of her on the toilet. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> can, can it's you, a lot of shitting. It's a lot of Beyonce shitting. Because <laughs> that that's always the sell point with this. It's like, oh, seeing people vulnerable and like these are right. <laughs> She's just like, looking at her phone. Beyonce <laughs> going through it on the can. And it lasts, text. it lasts a long time. They cut in between that and songs. They keep revisiting it. <laughs> it's it's a motif like, like oh, Beyonce <laughs> the bathroom again. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, I'll be right back. She's and doing then that the ending, jumbo. you know, she's like, ah. And they go to the toilet. She's like, ah. <laughs> Beyonce, what'd you eat? <laughs> oh my God. It's her pre-show ritual. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest cut it. in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have oh, <laughs> had Del Taco sponsor yeah, the tour. Yeah, she always gets Del Taco. Always gets a steak. Scarfs down a bag of Del Taco before she goes on stage. <laughs> I've been stinking. Cool. I've been stinking. Good grief. Well, speaking of stinking, we got some Christian music to talk about. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to Good Christian Fine. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. Wasn't that much of a pause that time. <laughs> He's getting a little bolder. He's not shy. Yeah, he comes out quicker. So than he <laughs> singles Ministry, which is the format in which we take one single song and talk about it for the entirety of the second half of the episode. We're talking about Fillmore and their classic abstinence anthem worth the wait worth the wait Jordan why'd you pick worth the wait uh you know this song just like weirdly lives in my brain um it I think I believe it was released in 2000 so that was my senior year of high school and maybe I saw these guys like open for a five iron frenzy or something like that because I don't think they ever really like made it big I don't think they ever like broke out um but yeah this song is a weird combination of like Totally ridiculous, but also so competent and such a good example of the form, I think. Um, but also just like has the, you know, crazy baseline of being an abstinence song. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just like I, I like it. I think it's funny. It's it. it I, I, I've never forgotten about it. And mm-hmm. I still like put it on occasionally. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that abstinence banger. And yeah, it, it just, uh, I don't know, it lives in my brain and there's not many people I can talk about it with. So yes. <laughs> I wanted to Welcome talk here. about that's it with kind y'all. Of why, yeah, that's kind of the reason we exist. Yeah. <laughs> so you can talk about yeah. this song with them. A little context on the band itself. I'm taking this from the Encyclopedia of Contemporary Christian Music, which lives on this shelf and is sort of the Bible for our podcast. But they did exist <laughs> early enough that he had a little entry to them which you may or may not agree with. I'm curious. The band Fillmore offers the musical equivalent of a shotgun wedding between the Hatfields and the McCoys. What? <laughs> they merge 80s punk music with Whoa. the glam metal sounds that such music was originally rebelling against. Mm. And they do it under the banner of It's All Rock and Roll. The group organized in Iowa, then relocated to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Which is why I'm from. Shout out to Tulsa. Shout out to Tulsa. Local boys. Local will, boys make good. I will see the people of Tulsa very soon. Their debut album for Five Minute Walk kicks off with a pair of songs. It sounds like Ramones clones. And then on track three, Fillmore suddenly fires up some electric guitars and moves into a sound that 
might have Sid Vicious rolling in his grave, mm. but as wowed many an audience. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm skipping through. Fillmore's blatantly Christian and message-oriented in their lyrics. Our finest hour celebrates an apocalyptic victory when Christians and angels storm the gates of hell to destroy the hosts of darkness. It seems to be inspired by Frank Peretti's novels like This Press and Darkness and suffers from the same theological problems that mm. plague Petra's militant anthems of the 80s. If only you knew expresses God love for sinners through the words of extravagant affection placed on the lips of Christ, etc. So that was uh, Mr. Powell's sort of take. No mention of worth the wait in that? No mention of worth the wait. Okay, Our finest me, hour. Yeah. I know. If only you Hatfield knew. and McCoys were mentioned. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Like the warring family yeah, icons were mentioned. Heightened. But uh, <laughs> let, let's listen to a little bit. Um, we'll be standing face to face Everybody in my place Since I know they'll be happy And as we walk back up the aisle I will turn to you and smile Cause I know we'll be happy And I will look to you And you will look to me A million thoughts race through my head is it their wedding? <laughs> yes. And I will stand beside you. I'll hold your hand and say, You are worth the wait. No, I often stop to ask God why. I always knew that He was right when He told me to wait for you. When I was weak and couldn't see the way, I look ahead and see your face. I'll be happy. I will be happy. It'll be worth the wait. Word of God, I'm happy. <laughs> Stop saying I'm not. <laughs> Stop telling me I should go to therapy. <laughs> so this is something I found in the research. Uh, yes. The, there was a song written kind of in response to this called uh, Wait For It in the musical Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, wow. Where he says, I'm not going to wait for it. And this, wow. so this is a, a um, you know, a, a, a Southern man, Sweet Home Alabama thing. Yes. Wow. Kind of wow. a musical Hatfields and McCoys. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> kind of their thing. Yeah. In every interview about Hamilton, Lynn manuel is just like, listen, there's this Christian pop punk band the from the more. early 2000s who really pissed me off. <laughs> no more being so cheesy. They don't want to get pleasied. Feeling a little Please too stop. weak. Well, okay. <laughs> Ugh. So that is worth the wait by Fillmore. Worth 
Wait. This is not a song you can stream on music services. No, not on Apple Music. What happened? What? Uh, What's going on? These here? have all been kind of like uploaded to YouTube with just mm-hmm. like the album artwork as the visual. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, what happened to the record label. Um. But but write your local Spotify. Tell them you want more Fillmore on. Oh there. yeah. Spend Sp- ten cents to Fillmore. If we're just hearing this, that's song. true. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they get anything off the YouTube stream, but yes, please. YouTube, <laughs> please a fraction of a cent. The people streaming service is YouTube, right? That's where all the good stuff is. All the good bootlegs are. Mm-hmm. So we've encountered many a song on the on the podcast like this. Of course, famously, Rebecca St. James, "Wait for Me," uh, an absence anthem, probably the absence anthem. Of of that period of music, and this is sort of the the punk equivalent. There's the big M. Yeah, I was going to ask because I, you know, I the, the a lot of the Christian music I listened to growing up, um, a little bit of Amy Grant because it was on around the house, but it a lot of it was this kind of like you know pop punk ska indie rock, you know, kind of like pop, you know, popular alternative rock band, but Christian, you know. Um, so I have not encountered a lot of abstinence songs. This is the only one I know of. So I also wanted to ask, you know, in other genres of Christian music, will you get songs with these themes? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a rich text. Uh-huh. Especially because it's, and I don't think there's anything particularly uh, malicious about this, but when you're courting a younger audience sure. and you feel inclined to uh, propagate a certain worldview or ideology, then you want to make it something... Because something I noticed about this song that's true about these other songs too is that it's generally not uh, explicitly shame-based of like, you're going to ruin your life. And I mean, there's right. things like, I don't want to throw it away, but it's like, it's going to be great. Yeah. It is sort of like this dangling carrot, so to speak, <laughs> of like, it's awesome. Right. If you do this now, it's so funny to have a punk song about discipline. <laughs> self control and, and, and your wedding day and how amazing goals. and how amazing your wedding day is <laughs> yeah. going to be yes, cuz right wedding. around this time you know blinks out there doing songs about masturbating mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. about sex with milfs and these guys are like, your wedding day is going to be so cool. Yeah. The it's only milf you'll love is the mother is of your the mother children. Of your, yes, it's the only. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only someone's got mom brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a specific line in this that I that that I do think about a lot, and it it really reminds me of like a kind of Christian guy I knew growing up. It's the I had so many chances to throw it all away. Mm-hmm. Like there is this kind of like alpha Christian guy that is like, well, I could, right. I, I could if I, I could wanted have. to. I, there's, I have a lot of- So not, much almost yeah, sex I has happened to, to me. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I had a, I had, my youth group leader was like this growing up, was a real like- Oh, really? Uh, you know, would kind of like come and like talk about. So he was also a waiter at P.F. Chang's. And okay, hot. 
Yes. <laughs> so you know he's seeing the best of the best. Oh, what do they call yeah. that uh, in the tr- the bivocational at the church? Oh, I funny. think when I you have like a, a real life job Wait, is that and true? then also a church job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul famously bivocational. Oh, really? a tent maker. Okay. You know. Paul's a bike king. <laughs> you gotta have the original <laughs> the original side hustles. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was juggling PF Jang shifts and, and then you crazy youth group. kids. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then he would talk about all of the servers at pf chang <laughs> what would he tell him. you about pf chang so, i really okay. want to know <laughs> so there's one so he, i remember I have this one specific discussion where we were talking about you know abstinence and waiting and he's like you know like it's just you'll have a lot of temptations out there like this one other server at pf chang's she came up to me you know in the break room and said vuli vukushe avec moi which means will you come to bed with me <laughs> and at the time, I was like, oh, that's what it, pe- these women are going to come up to you and they're going to speak French and they're going to try and seduce you. <laughs> right. And, and, and I'm like, A. And it's going to be at the P.F. Chang's this break probably room. In the P.F. Chang's break room. <laughs> A, this probably didn't happen. But B, if it did, she was probably just singing along to a popular song of the time yes. that would probably have been playing in P.F. Yeah, Chang. this is 2001, <laughs> 2002 era. This would be Moulin Rouge's he heyday. Was, yeah, sure. To me. She called me Lady Marmalade for some reason. <laughs> right, so boys, yeah. be ready that's for what that. Those, that's what secular women will <laughs> say. It's a code they use that's for so condomless sex. She came sex. up to me out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Well, I was just was trying just like to do be, my prep work. Server flirting, you yeah. know, which is just a thing, and sure. it doesn't mean like she's gonna go <laughs> home with you that night. <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah, this 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 there's this kind of posturing of like, oh yes, we're writing the abstinence song, but like if we want well, yeah, to, if we want it to, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's not a cool song if it's like no one has tried to have sex with me, <laughs> no one wants to do me, but I'm not doing it, right. you know? <laughs> and, and it's our wedding night, so you'll be obligated to. <laughs> That's no, when you're obligated have to have sex with me. someone who has to. It's tradition. That's so funny. <laughs> the village elders demand tradition. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that wouldn't be the, the requisite amount of tension and conflict of like, no one wanted to, so I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> straight no. line into no matrimony. The nobody. And there's always there's also the line in there. Uh it's it's like it's a choice I made and you made the same choice too. So there's a oh, little bit of a like there's a little and you also better have because I did. Right. And if I'm out here dry humping, Isn't you also better be. <laughs> a message for the ladies. A message for the ladies. Yeah. Like, watch yourself. It's not just watch us yourself. fellas who have to keep That's it right. in. I'm trying to pants. think of like just general uh, of just uh, r- regular music, for lack of a better term, secular music, mm-hmm. that is based around the themes of uh, romance and then waiting for someone or, or yeah. waiting for the right person or the special person. The only thing that's coming to mind right now is Seasons by Future Islands. Oh, because <laughs> I've been waiting on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuff like a good that. Future Islands. It's all right, right? Like, have you ever heard Future Islands, Caroline? You might no, like them. Maybe. Uh, like, really dreamy synth pop. In rock, and then a guy with a super weird voice. Okay. Who, who looks like your dad's friends. Yeah, who looks like oh. an accountant. Yeah. And seems to be very nice in all interviews. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I saw them at a music festival, and it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I know this song. Like, you know, I they they they, they this is a regular KCRW band. Sure. Um, and then, like, seeing them live, you're like, oh, this is kind of a fun experience because this, you know, this intense guy is shouting and also uh-huh. looks like a manager at a big five. And then he'll go, whoa, whoa. That, that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. 
Yeah. As a, has a raw sexuality in, on stage that maybe you wouldn't really? expect from. He looks like a PF Chang's server. Yeah. <laughs> that guy gets up to some wild <laughs> yeah. shit in the, the break, break room. The break room is going down. <laughs> Why do I feel like PF Chang's staff actually really have interesting lives? I bet they do. Right? Because and it's maybe, frozen in that I'm, moment in time in which right. PF yeah, Chang's was like kind of fancy. Yeah, it mm-hmm. felt a little premium. But also a chain. $2 right. on Yelp. Yeah, <laughs> the premium life of BF Chang's. That's so funny. I love that he kept bringing that up. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, do you now just like on a on a musical level the the chords, the hooks? Do you guys like this? song? I love this. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like not always you know a punk girl. Sure. But I just think this is really good and fun yeah. <laughs> and like delightful, actually. And this fucking drummer, this drummer, this drummer's taken down some ice cream treats because yeah, he's he, fueled. Is he sober? I, I don't know. Oh, good question. I think he's sober from <laughs> all the thighs and drumsticks. Hasn't had having. a <laughs> hasn't had a pre-wrapped ice cream treat in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> no Hagen Dazs bars. Ugh, great strength. No chocodiles. What happened to Guess Bre- ice Brett Schoenman? Brett Schoenman is the name of the drummer. What happened? Let's not. <laughs> I think he's in real it. estate. Oh, good. Yay. Good for him. That's a nice, that's a nice a fallback. boys in real wow. estate. It's yeah. a good transition. Justin owns a photography company. Kale is now a fireman. Oh, great. Those were the brothers. I mean, if you Kale. ever transition to real estate, I think you'd do really well. That's so damning. That <laughs> you would is, look great you know, on a I bus bench. Like <laughs> you put a curse on me just now. That is irrevocable. You, I curse you. You and Dexter should take a photo in matching blazers, oh standing back to back. Kevin, team Kevin and Dexter. You're a real estate team. Oh my god, that I would buy the failed LA career to real estate pipeline. One, yeah. a neighbor of mine who I used to go to church with. Was like this, <laughs> this like really good looking guy, so charismatic, so kind, and he moved back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he now he does very well up. in real That's estate. Great. He probably does you. great. Well, here's the thing: number one, one of my favorite shows of all time is a real estate show. So this is like selling sunset. Selling sunset. Okay, and, and two, I see it as like it's like. Yeah, it's the it's a career for like hot people who are like really good and charismatic and everyone <laughs> likes them, but they're like, I'm not gonna work in an office, obviously. <laughs> so I mean yeah. you got you have it. You can keep that in your back pocket. We'll see what twenty twenty four brings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we... nobody's pivoting to real estate. We're all gonna do great. <laughs> we all have a lot of nobody should that have been one of my resolutions in our second service. Get your real estate license. That, take those classes. Yeah. It's time. Hey, you always want to be a student all your life. Good time in LA. Oh, oh yeah, it. it's a buyer's market. Yeah, is it actually right now? I don't know. I don't even know really know what buyer's market means. <laughs> you can means. always say that, and you're probably right. <laughs> it's like oh, the worst market. it's ever been, but it'll never get better. Right? right? Yeah. yeah, it'll only get worse from here. So worth the wait. Buy, you know, buy that worth starter. The- worth the wait. <laughs> My starter house was worth the wait. Yes. <laughs> It's just a hole in an empty plot of land, but it's home. It's mine. Exactly. I went Zilla surfing the other day and then went. Crashed. (laughs) And then went to Walmart and said, four guns, please. (laughs) I really want to kill him. I want to kill myself good. (laughs) Taking them all down. Certain to, with absolute certainty. One of them gets jammed up. Yeah. Now right. it uh it reminds me it just takes some time. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, like, a little a little 
Yeah, this is kind of around the time that like Jimmy World was coming coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that's like a classic intro too, but just the way the guitar comes in at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think these guys, you know, I think I, you know, never really made it big. And I think they were just a little bit. They were they were a little bit late. Um, I think if this would have come uh, out in 1995, it would have been fucking huge, been crushing. But I think it was just like emo's kind of here, rap rock's kind of here. This seems a little old fashioned. I think. Wow. So anyway, that's so sad. The watch that passed them by. But you know, then they have wonderful careers in both well, public service. Yeah, that's great. Also, that's a hot person. That's job. hot. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So firefighters and real estate people are hot. What yeah, about photographers? That was one yeah, of that's the other job. <laughs> yeah, Justin's a photographer. You can kind of see their photos in the album art. I don't oh, know if they are yeah. actually hot. Photographers, I don't know. That could go either way. Yeah. Wedding photographer, you're probably hot. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. You think? You're like a very hot woman. Wait a minute. But if yeah. you're... You're right. You're a hot woman. You're there to deliver the last temptation to the groom. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. final temptation they call it that's the hot the wedding photographer now. yes they'll do like we'll, and we'll, and we'll do test, test your husband <laughs> we'll do the groomsman yeah. room test to get ready I'm gonna be really flirty while I'm adjusting your husband <laughs> and you know do you guys ever watch those uh, TikToks where girls will do they'll ask someone to like test their boyfriend for them oh, no, oh that's my god DMs often wow. they find out things what do they find out uh, well, it'll be like, hey, can you reach out to my boyfriend? I feel like he's like, you know, probably sneaking out. And so then the girl will like DM the guy and he'll respond and then it'll be like, yeah, let's meet up, you know, when, when you want to meet up, whatever. And it's, and it's like a known public service. <laughs> and then they make TikToks out of it. And then yeah, they make- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they obscure his name and face and everything. Wait, so yeah. it's someone the guy already knows, like a it's friend? It's kind of like Ryan's Roses, but on TikTok form. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Do you know Ryan's Roses? I don't. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Seacrest on his morning radio show for years. And these are probably fake. Keep in mind. But he would have a woman call in. She's like, I think my boyfriend is seeing like his coworker, probably at P.F. Chang's. Yeah. (laughs) That's where all all the the nastiest shit goes down. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to the Can Can Club at P.F. Chang's. He's he's in his lettuce wrapped. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap up that lettuce, fellas. Hey, listen, if you're going to cheat at P.F. Chang's, just wrap the lettuce. That's all we ask. Wow. Wrap your penis in the lettuce. So Ryan's like co-host, this woman will then call the boyfriend and say, hey, we're a florist shop. You want a free bouquet. Who would you like to send it to? Mm. And then the guy will be like, I want to send it to uh, uh, Jessica, who's not the girlfriend. Mm. And then they have the girlfriend like jump in on the line. And then she just starts yelling at him. And then they're like, all right, we're going to wrap it up now. Bye, guys. <laughs> Ryan's roses. Ryan's roses. An institution. It's a funny thing. Like, we're a flower shop and you won. <laughs> like, what a strange. <laughs> that premise alone i'm always like yeah i feel like any man getting that would be like um i'll i don't know like let me check my mom (laughs) yeah it sounds like a scam yeah that would be a funny like little little surprise i would like to send them to my mother yeah sometimes they do that yeah yeah. or they will send it to the girlfriend and then it's like yeah yeah i am so paranoid now about being tested in the future (laughs) you're (laughs) describing all of these don't don't respond to any dm (laughs) i would okay for the current state of my life right now, I would fail a test. Well, yeah, you don't have anyone to be cheating on. Right. Except for Dexter. <laughs> yeah. So if you got other a, dog. a really cute some dog. other dog. Hey, want to walk me? <laughs> Are you available Dexter for walks? Dexter shows up the screen chat. What is this? <laughs> Who's this? Who is she? <laughs> Who snuffles? It's <laughs> always a moment when I'm hanging out with someone else's dog and I come home. Yeah. And he's like, oh, good to see you. Good to see you. you then there's like. 
There's <laughs> a look smell in their his cologne. Eyes. Yeah. Aww. Oh yeah, every time. And he's like gives you the silent treatment all night. Yeah, for once, <laughs> mm. which is actually good. Yeah, she <laughs> like can get a good night's sleep. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. But uh, wow. I love that your reaction now is like, "Ooh, I gotta be careful." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true all the time. But true, man. Yeah, I might be mind. someone's content. That yeah, I might you be, be another another any TikTok given time. target. Listen, you can walk into your gym today and be someone's content. So you better be careful. There you go. Another brick in the FYP wall. <laughs> oh man, what's yeah. FYP symbol for? For your, your pleasure. <laughs> For you page on the like oh, uh, okay. the feed on your TikTok gotcha. page. Yeah. You know, I don't have TikTok myself. Oh, you don't? Uh, yes, just another That's another good. another way in which I am, I am <laughs> Not elderly. Ensnared. I yeah. scrolled through this morning and I found myself on Caroline's TikTok of her twenty twenty. Oh, recap. you did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're I was in there it. a few times. Ooh, Even- I always like it too. When I, the, I I I I made a few friends on Instagram and it always felt good when hey. they posted the twenty twenty three recap. Yeah, mm-hmm. that does feel good. A lot of photos. Yeah. So. And then we'll talk about the song, but my last oh, yeah. thing is... <laughs> what else would you say? Because <laughs> no. uh, do you do like a video every day or just like sporadically throughout? Very and sporadically. Okay. I used to try to do it every day and then it was like not only such a long recap video, but it was very boring. Laptop, laptop, <laughs> Nate, laptop, yeah, yeah, Scampy, yeah. laptop, Nate, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah. Is Scampy a pet? Scampy's a pet. Okay. Oh, a pet. Nice. But you just still make shrimp sure. Scampy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She eats a lot of Scampy. Scampy is a huge part of right. my Podcast life. Scampy. More psychically pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> this arguably. baby was built Jim Tan Laundry Scampy. <laughs> That's so funny. But I've been doing it uh, every day for the since the beginning of 2020. Okay. But I've been procrastinating editing them together. Oh, so you'll have just a super oh long one when you finally Yeah, and I might yeah. do it where it's like not every single day. Because the last time I did it in full was 10 years ago. It was 2014. That was a great one. And I was happy with that. But now it's like, <laughs> there's so much where it's like, well, some of this is from three years ago and I haven't seen this person in two years yeah. or whatever. All right. I'm bring that like, back. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how to cut around. But but yeah, maybe look look for a mega Wow. I didn't know you were still recap. doing that. Still doing it. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. Day. It'll be like one of those long ass YouTube videos about plagiarism. Yeah, yeah, like some sort of video essay <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sure y'all will both be in Ugh, one of them. Cannot uh, wait. Yeah, can't wait. Fingers crossed. That's the that's the goal. Right that's now. the dream. Well, I gotta do it right. Oh now. yeah, probably be me just eating. to make sure. Oh my gosh, I'll do he, a podcasting face. I'm so, podcasting. He's having so much fun. Oh look at that. <laughs> that's random. <laughs> I was just doing some podcasting. Gesturing. Okay, yeah. let's rate this song. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a holy toast. That's a thumbs up, George. Yep. A holy roast. That's a thumbs down. We send it. <laughs> or if we're not sure, we send it to Purgatory, which is. The space between. Beautiful. Caroline. You still I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a holy toast. I liked it. And, you know, abstinence message aside, I thought it was a little bit romantic. Yeah, it, it is. Sweet. It's sweet. It is sweet. It's sweet. Um, I, yeah, I didn't find it to be, I found it to be more heavy on the the romance and the excitement yeah. than the like, you know, personal shame and repression. Um, fine balance. And I also just really liked the music of it. Yes. It was fun. It was great. Go feel more. Wow. All right. We turn it to Jordan. 
Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to holy toast as well. Thumbs up for me. Um, you know, as we mentioned, I think maybe there are some, you know, some little sprinkles of some toxic, toxic masculinity in here. Um, Just but like this podcast, yeah, <laughs> right with Sprinkles. with famous <laughs> alpha <laughs> Kevin Porter. <laughs> um, emphasis on the sprinkles. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's anything uh, uh, super aggro. And yeah, I think uh, you know got that got that great pop punk beat, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, and very sweet. And the idea of like a pop punk song that takes place at a wedding. It's really, yeah. it's really, really cute. Um, I bet he would have wore Converse at his wedding. Pr- oh yeah. All the groomsmen probably <laughs> wearing chain cool. wallets. <laughs> I got my Converse groomsmen. at the wedding. Is that, funny. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the photographer would have been like, those look really nice. Those look really nice. Are you seeing anybody? <laughs> yes, I am, madam. <laughs> Congratulations. In fact, I'm marrying her today <laughs> and you're the photographer. Would you like some free roses to send to her? Yes, to her. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to send them to me, okay. <laughs> the right. photographer? Pass, pass, pass. Uh, yes, so uh, th- thumbs up for me. Way, way to go, Fillmore. You should you should have been bigger than you were. Hopefully, True. there's a reunion tour in the works. Wow. Yeah. Uh, listen, I... I want to give it a toast as well. I kind of, I kind of agree with the romantic nature of waiting. Maybe I'm in like a, I don't know, a sappy era right now. Yeah. The idea of, of two people making decisions, maybe not about abstinence, but about other things. Yeah. For the future idea of each other is very, uh, uh, touching to me. Yeah. I think it is. And part of a a great tradition of songs about waiting. Waiting is the hardest part. Tom oh, Petty and the yeah, Heartbreakers. Sure. Waiting on the world to change. <laughs> Sean Mayer. Uh, waiting for tonight. Jennifer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's hey, everyone whoa. else? What's uh, you named them all. Those were all, those yeah, were all the waiting songs. I guess those were the big three. Mm-hmm. I guess those were the big three. That so. movie with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, sure. Where he's a, he's a waiter. And <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Servers. sexy adventures yeah. in that movie, I think. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. I just remember Louise Guzman being very funny. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Good never. He's he one of those good never. A lot. <laughs> All right. And on that note of loving Luis Guzman. <laughs> yes. Let's bring it down to hey, a space for of 2024. It's Guzman's year. It's it's Guzman's year. Finally. He gets his flowers. Guzman, we're going to get you that Oscar, man. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> what do we have to do? What do we have to do? Sure. People are saying he's got the buzz. Uh, David Fincher, if you're out there, help Luis Guzman reinvent himself. Yeah, maybe we'll get him nominated for his supporting role in Genia, Melissa McCarthy, Straight to Peacock. Oh, boy. I watch that. Christmas Fantasy. It's on my list. Who's on uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune recently? Did real good. I bet so. Yeah. Mom Family Feud. Oh, gotta get him. Oh, yeah, I would love to see him on Family Feud. You see any? I would love to see Luis Guzman and Steve Harvey mugging at each other. Oh, Oh, how funny. Divine. Who would he bring? Who would his family be? I don't know. Guzman clan. Uh, Well, Jordan, on other shows, you might plug yourself or promote your projects. We're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up to the Lord, including something you might be enjoying in secular culture, the last great thing that you watched, saw, read, listened to, etc. And we'll start, as usual, with Caroline. You can lift me up at Caroline's Farts, as always. And I'm going to lift up the rom-com Anyone But You that just came out. Ooh. Listen, there's some hate coming at it. I understand. I understand. 
But I went to see it at the theaters and I was laughing so mm. much more than I thought I would. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. I think Caroline, good for the form. Caroline's Letterbox review and then Nathan's Letterbox <laughs> review <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, the, is my favorite Letterbox nice combo. moment of 2023. <laughs> I've heard the movies may be a little naughty. Is that the... It's a little naughty. Is that the kind of the selling point? Like, it's a rom-com, but it's like yeah, raunchy naughty. It is. It's raunchy. There's there's okay. real sex in it. Real sex. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really had sex. Unsimulated <laughs> They watch an episode of HBO's Real Sex. anything but you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, and they get it. close, so it's like oh. there's no fake in it. You can tell. <laughs> then they have their fingerprints right next. So you can <laughs> double check. <laughs> the identity. They hold up their birth certificates while they're having sex. Hot. It's real. It makes <laughs> it hotter. Amazing. Is the it's weird like, part. This is real as yeah. hell. It's so funny. It's so good. Everyone, look up Caroline's farts letterbox stuff, <laughs> and then huge <laughs> Ackman's letterbox review of it. Yeah. Which is, is I love my wife. <laughs> yes. Um. So I'll look that up. Just right. go check it out. If you like a little rom com, you're gonna enjoy it. Hey, maybe we'll have Sydney on the podcast this year uh, to talk about I Immaculate so. with Michael Mohan. Sydney, come on, GCF challenge. Yeah. Uh, we're all all claim to love someone else's wife too. Hmm. Uh, Jordan, we turn to you. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, let's see. As far as the uh, recommendations for something that I'm not involved with, I read a, a wonderful graphic novel recently called Penny, a graphic memoir. Um, it is, I forget the name of the artist. Kevin, maybe you could look it up. It is a writer artist and he has this, these Carl Stevens. Carl Stevens. It's a beautiful uh, set of comics about his cat, Penny. Uh, oh. The guy's got a very beautiful kind of painterly style, um, and it is kind of like all of Penny's inner monologue. There Scampy you are. transcending. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it is, it, is, it is very cute. It's very slice of life, but I think at certain points it gets uh, a little more existential. It gets a little... Um, a little trippy at Ooh. parts. I think uh, at some points, uh, Penny begins to transcend reality. Wow. Um, yeah, just a really, really fun... Uh, a regular occurrence in Caroline's house. <laughs> yes, a fun, cute read, and uh, I would cool. recommend for any any pet weirdos out there, cat weirdos certainly, but uh, pet weirdos of all stripes, I think would enjoy Penny, a graphic Penny. memoir. And uh, speaking of graphic novels... Speaking of... Uh, I wrote one coming out this year. Uh, it is called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy about a bunch of teenage exorcists who are in a goofy Bible study group where they all sing parody songs and make charts about abstinence. I was going to ask if there was, like, uh, approximations you did. Oh, totally, yeah. Of of Christian music or, yes, or the songs. Yes, absolutely. So this it is set in the 90s totally. when I was a, 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 a wee one, a wee impressionable one going to youth group. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should say the artist by the great Bowen McGurdy, a great, uh, really great artist whose work you might know from the Spectre Inspector series and, mm-hmm. uh, and some issues of Marvel Comics. Bowen, a great genius. Um, but yeah, this is is um yeah it's it's, it's a real labor of love Yay. it is very it, uh, it's one of those things where i um you know i'm not a very like uh i'm not a very like personal writer i'm kind of a very mercenary writer i like to uh keep my health insurance going so i will write whatever <laughs> but uh so he i admitted it yeah <laughs> uh but when i read this back i was like oh this is actually very hyper personal and there's a lot of stuff in here about my childhood um but yeah hopefully it is also very like uh, funny and a little spooky. Um, hopefully, it gives some Shaun of the Dead vibes, some Buffy the Vampire yes. Slayer vibes, and uh, yeah. And hopefully, if you if you if you grew up going to any kind of any version of a young person's religious um, 
club, you will recognize some of the goofy stuff in there. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, Youth Group. It is available for pre-order now. It comes out in July, but um, oh boy, those pre-orders are real important for pre-order, books. Pre-order, everybody. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you can do that at Amazon. You can do that at Barnes & Noble. Or hey, better yet, your local indie bookstore. Give them a call. You tell them you want to pre-order Youth Group. Um, it's coming out in July. Yay, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, my God, yes. I can't wait to read it. Oh, thanks, guys. Yes, I... I might get a galley copy for reading. Oh, I could, I could be amazing maybe, if I you got know what? a little I could maybe hook you up with some galley copies. No, I'm going to pre-order my own. Thank well, you Well, I mean, you're going to want a hard copy, of course, <laughs> to display on your shelf. But, you know, if, if you're chomping at the bit to get in there. I, I would love to. See about a galley copy. All right, thanks, Joy. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Oh, of course. I, la- I, I only laugh at two things now. Steve Harvey... <laughs> And chatting with you guys. Front laughter back in your life. Yes. So happy. The big two. (laughs) You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter, everyone. I'll lift up Blowout. I'll lift up Blowout. We were talking about Blowout before. (laughs) Saw this movie, Caroline. Hot young John Travolta, huh? Blowout from 1981. The sort of De Palma thriller. And multiple times during the movie, I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Wow. A little thrilling piece of, I mean, is it is it an exploitation movie? It feels a little tawdry in nature in oh. parts of it. Uh, it's about sound, which you know I love. It's about, sound. yeah, about making mm. sure the knobs Sounds. and levels are yes. just yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I had a grand old time watching it with some pals last night. And I would recommend if you're looking... For something that goes down real smooth in a two-hour movie that feels five minutes long, Blowout. Love it. Watch Blowout next time you're looking for something. And lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate to Art Charity. And find us for more Good Christian Fun on Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun. Jordan, thanks so much for joining us on the show, Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. And there's nothing left to say. Except for, for the first time in 2024. Well, okay. okay. I, love I love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Now watch this drive. And with that, we will go out for a song we're not going to wait for anymore. We're going to play it once more. Yes. By Fillmore. <laughs> Worth the wait. There it is. And we'll see you next week. Happy January 6th, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.